Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. <laughs> Hello there. Nope, this isn't Robbie Dillmore, in case you couldn't tell. My name is Ann Alt, and I'm honored to be the guest hosting today for Robbie. And actually, I'm part of the Christian Car Guy Theater team as is our producer, Alex Seal. Say hello, Alex. Hello, Alex. <laughs> oh, you're such a smarty. And if you want, and if you, want you, can, um, you can learn all about us and the, the guests that we have on the show today. If you go on to christiancarguy.com, there's a section on, on the cast and crew of Christian Car Guy Theater. It's a show where the um, cast plays human and car parts. And each of the stories are not only entertaining, but they're also hopefully inspiring and instructive about the the Lord and his ways. But I can't wait to share today's program with you on Christian Car Guy. Um, Lord willing, Robbie will be back next week. He had uh, had a death in his family, so please keep Robbie and his family in your prayers. You know, he's such a sweetheart and and his family is too. So they're just kind of going through it to get to it. But... I just want to brag on Christian Car Guy. It's such a marvelous ministry. They have automotive advice, not by the black book or the blue book, but by God's book. And Christian Car Guy has been going strong and growing strong since January of 2006. And all that marvelous history is on the website, uh, christiancarguy.com. Uh, and and in, in addition to the Christian Car Guy Theater, team you know they also have um uh repair tips as well as this wonderful ministry jesus labor of love uh, which helps with car repairs for single moms widows and families in crisis it's marvelous and so many other facets to this program you know i'm not even (laughs) into cars that much but i i just love listening it really is helpful for a dingbat like me who knows nothing about cars, but it's also just a warm and friendly and humorous and informative, not to mention inspirational program. You do have an interesting car story, though. I do? What? Yeah, you know, the story about your car and the 100,000 miles, right? Oh, I yeah. do in my book. And you can find my book website on Christian <laughs> Car <Guy>. Shameless plug. <laughs> you brought it up. I know. <laughs> but it was quite a quite a little miracle. It really was, you know. Uh, now, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Alex. Oh, yeah, no problem. We're, we're having interactive stuff here today, and we're going to with our two guests as well. So now, onward and upward to our program, which coincidentally, as I said, does uh, include two more of our very talented guys uh, of our Christian Car Guy theater team. And um, as we are poised at the top of a new year, I, I want to ask my two guests about their journey and how the invisible God is visible in their lives, not only show business journey, but you know, any stories just like Alex brought up about my 100,000 mile car, <laughs> but any stories knowing how God has led them, even to Christian Car Guy Theater, God is faithful. And um, believe it or not, I will let them talk pretty soon, but um, I wanted to, uh, if you, the history of Christian Car Guy Theater 
It's on the website of, again, ChristianCarGuy.com. And it is really fascinating, again, and it's part of what the show's about as we are poised on the, uh, the, the edge of a new year um, and how we see, you know, how, how marvelous it is when we look back uh, and see how God has led us, we can look forward with confidence. And it's, it's always funny how these seeds of an idea start blossoming. And Robbie had a, uh, the idea a few years ago of Christian Car Guy Theater, but it wasn't until last April that he did a one-man Christian Car Guy Theater show. Uh, and um, as I say, Zechariah 410 says, don't despise the day of small beginnings. Because I heard the show at when... Robbie did it all by himself the first time, and it, it, was, it was so much fun. I just, I, I started asking him if he could have me in the show, <laughs> and, uh, and then after I did my first show, I started inviting actors that I knew, and so it grew also with people that Robbie knew, and now we have this brilliant talent, and we play human parts, and we play car parts, and I, and I really want two of them that are here today, hopefully, to, to share, and I will get to that. Um, but let me introduce to you, at least to start, Chris Van Cleve and Brian Habicht. 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 It's like, it's like Hobbit, right? Only Habicht. And yes, I'm, I'm very short and have hair on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that about you. And Chris, are you there? I am here. Good morning. Good morning. There's the voice, folks. There's the voice. These are two great different characters, and I just adore them. Uh, Chris, you're in Virginia, right? Yes, and I'm doing my best to develop better hobbits as well. <laughs> Chris is is he's the second king of puns next to Robbie. <laughs> I well, love my, it. my wife explains it away, uh, saying it's all right, really. He's, he's a lyricist. <laughs> there you go. His imagination has gone wild. Yes. Uh, in fact, when you and I had a conversation, and we are always swimming in the sea of endorphins every time That's we right. have a conversation, but it's, you, it's uh, healthy to do that. it is very healthy, and uh, you, uh, you know, you you been, said something about are you calling me a dipstick? And we burst into hilarious la- laughter, and of course <laughs> that turned to to uh, the character Danny Dipstick. So uh, he and and Brian as as Randy Radiator close every show. But anyway, before I continue, um, now, I'm going to ask you guys your mission, should you choose to accept it, (laughs) (laughs) that's an old one, is to jot down particular times in your lives. Uh, It's like, you know, where we have said, what are the odds, you know, God's odds? You know, we've had a crossroad. Or and we know that the invisible God is visible when we look back. Because remember, in Deuteronomy eight, it says, um, "You will remember all the way the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness, testing you, and so on." So remembering all the way, looking back, in order to look forward with the confidence that God is guiding us every inch of the way. And um, Kierkegaard said, "Life can only be understood backward." Unfortunately, it has to be lived forward. So there you have it. it it's, it's, but it's that pausing in our lives and looking back and being aware of this invisible God being so visible. Because let's face it, you can't see the wind, right? You can't see love, but you know it's real by what? The actions and, and so on. And God's creation points to him and we see his signs and leading in our lives, you know. You can even update that. You can't see Wi-Fi. 
There you know you it go. exists <laughs> by the results. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah, no problem. That's Just saw that on Facebook, you know, actually. I like that. You know, and, and also, uh, this is Brian, by uh-huh. the way. Um, hi, Brian. Uh, hi. Uh, you know, too, I, I just heard it explained just that we, we as Christians have, each of us have like a portfolio of faith uh-huh. um, where we do look back and we do allow us to uh, to see the things where, where God has uh, moved us and, and shaped us in the past, and then that, that guides our, our future. Yeah. What so, is it? Yeah. That's so Always true. remember the past. Yeah, it's so true. And, well, he tells us to do that, too. And, you know, it's amazing how much uh, we can we can understand. And it, it does give us confidence we, when we are still in knowing that he is God. And God, I think, wants us on the edge, uh, poised on 2016 to, um, to go deeper with him. Are you guys feeling that, too? I'm, I'm looking back over my life. This is Chris. Huh? Uh-huh. And there's just been so many instances where, um, you know, kind of like the expression, sometimes you have to sink so low to see what's up. Really? And, you know, every every moment is another opportunity to walk, you know, in, in faith and truth, no matter how long ago we were saved or, uh, you know, what our circumstances are. And, and there's just been too many in my life to count. But I, even today, you know, is when I remember... I mean, God has always been with us. God mm-hmm. has always been with us. But when I remember to ask to to be aligned with with His good, yeah. Um, the difference between when I remember to do that and when I forget, and I, I I aim to remember every time before I'm expressing, or you know, in a show or or uh, whatever the circumstance is. Uh, and Jesus Himself uh, took time to do that, you know, away from the crowds, the maddening crowds, and all that. But the difference between when I remember to do that and when I don't is night and day. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, and it I, is. Some, sometimes it's so easy to get caught up in, in our, you know, our, our ongoing mind chatter and whatever our given circumstances are that can seem very convincing sometimes, uh, yeah. soul carvingly so uh, that you know we forget that we're, we're not we haven't ever been alone in this. No. We just have to ask. We just have to ask, you know, and, and go into prayer you know, and make that connection. Yeah, and we need to. Um, think, yeah. We, yeah. Uh, Brian, let's come back on the next uh, the next segment. Yeah, yeah. And and I hope you guys are jotting down some stories because I'm going to start with a story too that has to do with uh, knowing both of you, and then I'm going to let you sail, sail away. A DeLorean? Uh, are you the, the, the ghost? I think you are uh, the, the, the one I fear the most. Uh, the, the ghost of Back to the Future? I, I mean the ghost of the Chris, Christmas future. I'm sorry. And that, of course, was Brian Hobbit uh, when he was doing uh, Eustace, the sheriff's eccentric deputy in a Christmas Corolla, which is the last the Christmas extravaganza that we did of the year. And uh, man, was it an extravaganza. Uh, so this is Ann Alt, uh, guest hosting for Robbie Dillmore on Christian Car Guy. And Robbie will be back next week with a wonderful Christian Car Guy show for you. But we're talking about looking back, like Deuteron- Deuteronomy 8 says, to look back, remembering all the way that which the Lord has led thee. And then looking back, seeing the invisible God visible, 
and moving forward into a new year. Um, and I've been talking with Chris Van Cleve and Brian Hobbick, who are both marvelously talented members of the Christian Cargai Theater, if I do say so myself. And Alex, our producer, is part of it as well. He plays Jimmy and Chris and Brian both play marvelous parts. But anyway, before I let you share your background, and, you guys. And, Kate, and, and, and who do you play, Anne? Who do I play? Who do I play? Yeah. Oh, I play Tammy Tinshina. She talks like this. She's sort of a guys and dolls type. And uh-huh. I play I play Frenchie Fender. I get all those crazy parts. <laughs> and all sorts of wonderful parts. In fact, I played Darina, and it really affected me. Um, and I think it did you as well, Chris. Uh, Darina in, in this very uh, exciting episode, several episodes of, uh, of this family trapped in a cave and Blake, my husband was dying and I couldn't forgive him. And suddenly I was, I just broke down and uh, because I knew he was dying and I said, Oh God, please forgive me. And I, when I, when I taped, uh, when I did, did the MP3 to send to Robbie, I was crying and I, you know, it, it, doing that forgiveness thing, you could just feel God's spirit. And Chris, you said you went through that too when you, when you taped Blake's line to ask for forgiveness. Absolutely. And forgiveness is such a, a key yeah. to uh, being, being a part of, you know, God's love expressing here in this world. And, you know, oftentimes the hardest person to forgive is ourselves. And really my experience is until we can, Begin to uh, begin to practice forgiveness in our lives. We're we're, we're kind of missing a, a major key. Yeah. In the big picture, but that's that particular episode. Because also, I mean, we're talking about the past, present, and future, like Dickens' you know, Christmas Carol, uh, indirectly so far. But uh, you and I go back a long ways. You know, I was eleven, twelve years old when mm. we did was... our first collaboration together with you. Was Anna and the King Eye, Anna, I should say. Right. Talking, my talking more British, of course. Oh, <laughs> good heavens. And, but, um, you know, and then to reconnect decades later, you know, in our uh, continued walk has just been a miracle. It has, it has so, really been. Yeah. And you and I both have said, and, um, you know, that when, when we did that again, that was a signpost from the Lord because the name of the musical, of course, was The King the, and the I. The King. And then we both end up serving <laughs> Holy Papa, and we Chris yeah. and I Chris calls him Papa, and I call him Holy Papa, and and yeah. uh, so it's just it's amazing the signs, and and in addition to that, you know, in addition to serving the King, and then Chris went on to have this brilliant career in acting, songwriting, singing, all things showbiz, you know, just amazing, and uh, and in fact, I'm going to share something from the King and I, but I first, and then Brian just to. Say, I, uh, I knew you from Hollywood and the Actors Co-op Theater Company, and, and Brian has had an amazing career of theater, film, voiceover, improv. He's a funny guy, and now he's You know, and it's, it's funny. Uh, just this morning, I opened my email, and Phyllis Doyle, oh. uh, uh, not a member. Was she ever a member of Actors Co-op? I don't think she was, but she was oh. kind of tangentially always involved in... Um, she posted today was is the 29th birthday today uh, of the first meeting oh, wow. that you guys did in oh, 1987, January. I believe. Yeah. Oh, so wow. She, that was just this morning. So I was like, wow, that's, that's interesting uh, to see how the the past intersects the current and then Seriously. the future. So. 
Oh my goodness. I know. It's, yeah. uh, it's amazing. We had that first meeting and I, we had tried groups before and the Lord just uh, put that in my heart and confirmed it by scripture. And I went to the pastor and I said, can we have this meeting? Well, the biggest coup was listening to the pastor when he said, call a guy named David Shaw, a new guy in town. And David was right. appointed by God to raise it up and do, uh, you know, and, and, and really do what I am. I'm a great catalyst. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not so good at sticking at it, <laughs> but it was a marvelous, it became a marvelous theater company. And, and, uh, Yep. You know, I mean, it still is, and it's functioning. And I'm doing uh, Summer and Smoke. In oh, about, my in word. Months, so. That's so fabulous. So, we they, we have two be, uh, two theaters on the campus of Hollywood Presbyterian Church, and they're marvelous equity waiver theaters. So isn't that amazing yeah, yeah, how that works? Yeah. yeah, that's this is what I want to talk about. is just Because, Brian, when I first met you, I met you at your home when I had just moved back from Arizona after a very tumultuous time to... L- to LA to Burbank and uh, I think one of my, my first Thanksgiving there was uh, at your place you had a bunch of people yeah, over yeah. and that's how I yeah, learned but- to really know you and love you and and just uh, respect you so much as a as a performer as a person and just that little bit because if I hadn't had that and then I'll tell you just recently in terms of Christian Carguy God gave me your name so much I said all right I'll call him already you know <laughs> it's like <laughs> Yeah, that was interesting because I, uh, yeah, I think um, this last fall was kind of a, you know, talking about different themes in our, our Christian walks, and but lately for me it's been uh, just giving thanks and um, yeah. and just where, uh, no matter where you're at, um, giving thanks to God for the simplest of things and just staying in that kind of mindset um, yes. really changes how I, I don't know, how I... Uh, take on life and, and handle new circumstances. So, yes. um, yeah, I was, it, you know, in, in Los Angeles and, uh, Chris, I know you can attest to this. There's, it's so segmented where you can do film, you do commercials, you can do theater voiceover. They're all kind of their own little entities in their own little worlds. And, uh, to be involved in all of them at once is almost impossible. So, uh, for me, I really, I really wanted to get more into the voiceover, and um, I was doing some kids' cartoon stuff and things like that. And then uh, I was like, "Lord, how can I do more of this?" And uh, then, I mean, out of the blue, and you know, calls me. And See, there you go. Says, hey, hey, we're doing this thing, being the catalyst that you are. And <laughs> uh, it was, uh, and it was just like the, the timing and. Eustace awoke to it being towed out and noticed Jimmy's Jeep across the intersection. It, too, was in a snowbank, unhurt. Jimmy walked right up to him. Hey, Eustace, you okay? Sorry it took so long to bring back a wrecker. I'll have you out in no time. Oh, oh, I'm alive! I'm alive! <laughs> it is required of every man that the spirit within him should walk abroad among his fellow men. And if that spirit goes not forth in life, he is condemned! So after death, to witness what he cannot share, what might have shared and turned to happiness. Wow. We're barley and barley, avarice and greed. We took advantage of the poor, just ignored the needy. We specialized in causing pain, spreading fear and doubt. And if you could not pay the rent, we simply threw you out. <laughs> there was the year we evicted the entire orphanage. I remember the little tight 
That's great. I love it. I hadn't heard that song. That is so funny. I'm sure you guys know what song that is. But hi there. Welcome back to Christian Car Guy. This is Ann Alt, guest hosting for Robbie Dilmore, who will be back next week with a wonderful Christian Car Guy show. And we were just talking with uh, Chris Van Cleve and Brian Hobbick, who you heard that that um, that little segment of Brian playing Eustace when, as a Scrooge character, he found out he was alive, and and then Alex played um, Jimmy, and uh, he he does a marvelous job of that character. His his voice is perfect for that. So, in the show, so you just do tune into Christian Carguy's show. Uh, the theater is is such fun, and uh, the, as we continue with more and more episodes, and uh, you know you get the, you can get back uh, Christian Carguy theater shows and that sort of thing. But anyway, uh, Brian was saying, uh, in essence, Brian, you were talking about the God nudge, and uh, you know how uh, it, I, it's so funny. You know, we meet at Thanksgiving. Chris and I meet at. King and I, and, and, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's typical of the Lord, the way he works. Well, it's pretty amazing timing too. the segue, uh, both Brian and Alex into that, uh, uh, break with, with your, the last word I heard you say was timing, Brian, and then Alex was on the, uh, <laughs> Pre-recorded stuff is it? It's time for uh, <laughs> right, another, right. another, another, another God nod smile. See, seriously, God is the God of minutia. I love it. Uh, in fact, okay. Now, what we're going to do is, I am going to share a couple of things real quickly, and that's going to be my contribution. And then from then on, I want uh, stories from you guys. This is our longest little segment here, so I want uh, you to, sh- to to share your your favoriteest time. When, um, you know, when, when you could see the invisible God visible. Uh, for me, I was called Fatty Four Eyes as a kid. I did, and the fact that I had a show business career is amazing. But I was called Fatty Four Eyes, but my dear Mr. Brown, sixth grade teacher, put me in front of the class and had me read out loud, and I discovered power. Now, there's a turning point, you know. And, and then the king and I, there we go again, you know. Um, I love that Eddie Rock, Rickenbacker, and of course you, your dad was a pilot, Chris, and that's a whole nother story. You wrote this marvelous song called "Not Forgotten," uh, f- for the memory of your dad. But um, the King and I, I when I went to the King and I, Chris, you wouldn't even be sitting here now if it weren't for my older brother, because I went to the King and I, and I still was fatty four eyes inside, and. Um, Eddie Rickenbacker says, courage is doing what you're afraid to do. There could be no courage unless you're scared. Well, I was scared, spitless. And I almost didn't audition because I saw a lady with red hair and an English accent. And I said, forget it. I told my older brother who brought me. I I was in college and I said, never mind. I'm going to go home. And he said, no, sit down and shut up. He was getting (laughs) getting in touch with his FBI self, which he became. So, um, you know, I did. I sat down and I shut up. And then I was up in sheer terror in front of everybody. And I had to sing to the kids. It was wonderful. I sang Getting to Know You, you know, to the little kids there. And I don't know if you were in that group, Chris, but because of that, because those warm, friendly, sweet faces, I got that part because I was relaxed and just laughing at them and and so on and with them. And, And so isn't it funny? Again, you know, I wouldn't have known you, we wouldn't have had this kind of thread in our lives of just being sweet, dear friends. 
And and the same with Brian, Thanksgiving. I mean, you know, so now I am going to shut up. You'll be glad to hear. And I want uh, Alex and uh, Chris and Brian, okay, whoever wants to jump in first, uh, do you all have stories? I'll, I'll start with, uh, shall I start with Brian since I cut him off after the break? Well, no, or Alex, we haven't heard much from that. Okay, or, Alex, what's your story? No, you guys go first. Okay. I want to kind of hear what you have to say before yeah, I say anything. Before he's break. I don't want to go first. <laughs> I'm going to say exactly whatever you say. So, no, I think for me, um, uh, one of the through lines of my life is, um, oh boy, I get uh, teary. Start to cry. Yeah, yeah. I about know. This. Is, is just having um, a family that that are all believers. I'm the youngest of six kids, um, wow. and having that legacy. Not that you know we have this perfect family, but. Um, Having that uh, foundation and that bedrock mm. uh, to, you know, we're talking about having a portfolio of faith where I can look back and go, oh my gosh, you worked here, you did this, you did that, you did yeah. that when I was 18, you did that when I was 27, you did that one, you know. Um, so just having that, um, that, that kind of blessing in my life, um, I'm thankful for that each each day of my life. Uh, you know, my, my parents have passed away, but... Uh, the kids are very close. We live, you know, everywhere from Baltimore, Orlando to Denver to here to Los Angeles, and uh, still remain close. And um, and that's a and the Lord is what really you know binds us and unifies us. And uh, so having that and that's that's kind of been one of the biggest uh, impacts in my life. I know that for sure. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. Isn't it amazing how? You think back, I mean, we could have been born in, in another place, another time. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, Very just, thankful. Yeah, believe me, me too. And, and that that's so important to, to count your blessings one by one, isn't it? I mean, to deliberately, we have a default setting of, of deaf alt, as, <laughs> my name's Ann Alt, and, and def, default setting of ne- negativity so much of the time. Okay, Chris, next. I'm on. You're on, baby. Oh, I shouldn't get so cutesy. <laughs> well, oh, goodness gracious. Dog on it all. Well, I, I guess I'll start with my dog story then. Oh. Um, so I, I've had a very eclectic um, upbringing in terms of my, my spiritual walk with God, and mm-hmm. we've had a very dramatic beginning uh, as, a, as a result of um, some, some drugs that went bad back in New York back in the early 70s. At least that part that I can still remember, and uh, <laughs> so, and out of the way that we were, uh, it was three of us. Um, it was myself and Walker Daniels, who was the original lead in hair, who's no longer with us. He actually took his life and mm. a few years after that, and uh, his wife, his wife, who um, who uh, I have recently reconnected with, which has been a miracle after forty something years later, mm. but. Uh, when that happened to us, uh, it was just like we had, uh, we were experiencing hell. Mm. And and uh, Walker said, I, I, I asked him, I said, is this hell? And he said, well, it could well be. He says, I think we need to focus on the Christ. And I go, yeah, yeah, let's do it, let's do that. Mm-hmm. And so we held hands, and the three of us, and as soon as we did that, it was the best I can describe it, it was how you might imagine a Pentecostal experience where mm-hmm. where the we were just washed and bathed in, in this light that was coming through us and around us and 
and it was as if somebody pushed the button to the top floor, of, you know, sent us right through um, the, the gates of heaven, and every fear we'd ever felt was just totally washed from us. Wow. All, all I could feel was this indescribably beautiful feeling of, of love and, and, and acceptance and forgiveness, and everything was a full whammy, and we none of us spoke for the rest of the night, but it was mm-hmm. as if I was in feeling these waves of how I would imagine labor to be. I'm a man, you know. But the, yeah. and when the morning light came through the window, I, I knew it, it was you know I was being reborn, and yeah. and uh, uh, that was a turning point in my life, and and that was like 1973. Wow. Uh, and we had an album on Paramount Records that had just come out, and Laura Branigan was in our group and all that. But well, that's a whole. It's not. I don't want to share that because it was a. It was a very soul carving turning point in my life. That after that, I knew my life would never be the same. And it's been an eclectic walk for me. I've, I've wandered through a lot of different um, uh, glimpses of different faiths and read lots of books. And it's you know it's all kind of brought me back full circle to my my roots in, in Christianity, in which at the time of the King and I. Yeah. Uh, I was I was um, very active as a Boy Scout getting my God and Country Award, but in those days it was more about getting the award than yeah, going, the, the true heart of the matter. <laughs> so uh, timing, and uh, I'm so glad that you mentioned uh, gratitude and thankfulness, Brian, mm-hmm. because that's going back to my dogs. Sometimes, even these days, when things get just too crazy busy, my mind will be going full of chatter, and I'll be walking our two chocolate cocker spaniels. One's named Solo, and the other's <laughs> Nadia. They're brother and sister. My mom is the dog. We'll be back with the Hold On Thought with Christian Carguy. All right, mon ami. We have much to see. Grab hold of my robe. All the thoughts in my head spin around like a hurricane. And that was Frenchie Fender in Christian Car Guy Theater. Welcome back to Christian Car Guy. This is Ann Alt hosting for Robbie Dilmore, who will be back next week with a wonderful Christian Car Guy show. And I'm having such fun talking with old friends of mine and those that are part of the Christian Car Guy Theater, including our uh, producer, Alex Seals. But the thing is, we left you, Chris, at uh, the Brown Spaniels. Uh, but it, more important, Brian and Chris, for those of you that haven't heard or that just tuning into the show, you can get this on ChristianCarGuy.com podcast or whatever, um, but you can hear it again. But their testimonies are marvelous and their their reason for uh, knowing that because uh, we can look back to move forward with confidence that as God has been with us, he will be with us now and forever. And I love this verse, Deuteronomy 31, 8. The Lord, he is the one who goes before you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. So he, we know God is with us. And, and, and we're going we're gonna to wrap this up a little bit. Uh, we have a few minutes left. And I'd love Alex to share something. And then I just want, I just want the last couple of comments from you guys telling, telling the, uh, the listeners what you're, how you're feeling in terms of Christian Car Guy Theater. So Alex, a... What about Chris? You're not going to let him finish? Oh, Chris, finish. <laughs> finish. Poor Chris. Poor Chris. It's all right. I gave up feeling left out for Lent years ago. So, anyway, uh, walking my dog sometimes, I, I will feel a tug on the end of the leash, and my mind will be going a 
maybe miles an hour. Like I said, come on, so look at me. But it, then I'll turn around and I'll be sitting there in this kind of, you know, meditative expression on his face. <laughs> and I'll go, okay, 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 I get it. Sit down and be still, you know. Aww. So Nabia, who's a live wire, is running around all the time. And she sees this and she she's attracted to that. So she comes and sits down next to us. And we'll just sit there, sit there and just be present in that moment. Yeah. You know, because we're it's back to the past, present, future thing. Be present in the moment. And when I do that, I start feeling how blessed I am. You know, yes. All the blessings, and we've all got them. It doesn't matter how dire our circumstances yep. might seem to be. If we count the blessings in our lives, that's a real get-out-of-jail-free uh, card in, in my books. And, you know, attitude of gratitude, as you were mentioning before, you know, Brian, for your family. And, and we all have so much to be thankful for. Oh, so true, man. Uh, uh, amen, brother. <laughs> Seriously. Um, so, Alex, give us your testimony or your turning point. Sure. Uh, before I do that, I want to say the, the dog story reminded me of the Balaam and the donkey story. <laughs> you know, the donkey sitting down in the way. Yeah, but That's right. <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> I'm, I love donkeys. And that one in particular. Well, I, I did not grow up going to church uh, until I was about 10 years old. And the reason for that, uh, for why I started going when I was 10, and, you know, everybody always says God takes horrible moments and turns them to good. Uh, he doesn't cause the horrible moments, but he changes them to be good things or t- takes them and turns them into good things. Um, when I was 10, my dad died, and I actually was the one who found him. And so um, after that, you know, after the funeral and everything, my mom decided... We should start going to church, which she'd grown up going to church. My dad had grown up going to church, but I don't know. It just, they never really took me. They took me a little bit when I was really little, like preschool. But after that, we just stopped going. And um, my dad had been in the Lions Club. And one of the Lions Club members was a pastor at a local church. And so we started attending that church. And uh, I was baptized about maybe six months later after we started going. So I picked it up pretty fast and, mm. and started to believe. Um, and so, you know, if my dad hadn't died, would I have ever started going to church? See? That that whole wow. thing. Um, another story that's similar, um, at that church we had a program called Bible Bowl, which is actually a national program um, where people, we basically focus on one section of the Bible. Like one year we did the life of Moses, one year we did... Uh, Luke, the book of Luke, mm-hmm. um, and we would actually memorize the book, and we would go to competitions to compete to, huh. um, you know, to win prizes and scholarships to certain Christian colleges. Uh, there was one college we would go to every year, Milligan College in Johnson City, Tennessee, and I really wanted to go there for college. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't completely sure what I wanted to go for. I knew it was media related, that sort of thing, um, and so I would pray about it. You know, where do you want me to go? Where do you, and one day I got a call from a friend's mom who said she toured the media department at Johnson Bible College in Knoxville, Tennessee. And, uh, you know, that was kind of my God moment right there where it was like, oh, I need to go to Johnson. Ah. And, you know, back then I was into video stuff, not, not radio, not audio. I mm-hmm. wanted to do video stuff, make movies, etc. And so I went to Johnson for a media degree and while I was there, I had to take the radio class. It was a requirement for my degree. So I took the radio class. I hated the class. I'll be honest. I hated it. I, it was one of my worst grades in college was radio because it was taught by an engineer and I'm not technically minded. 
Um, I don't and do here any you of, are. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I don't do any of the engineering stuff here. I don't at all. But uh, then we had to do a practicum. Could have fooled me. Yeah, where we actually um, had to, you know, do our own radio show and everything on the college radio station, which maybe one person listened to at a time. You know, nobody really listened to the college radio station. But I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, you know, we only had to do a semester of it. I ended up staying on and becoming the general manager of the college radio station. So if it wasn't for that, even going to Johnson, I would never would have gotten into radio, um, having to take that class. And the funny thing was the next year we were able to differentiate. They, they started new majors for the media department. So I was actually able to differentiate into a video degree. Yeah. Um, and so if I if it had been a year earlier, I never would have taken the radio class. See, God works mm-hmm. in mysterious ways his wonders to perform in our lives. Well, I, I would have wrapped this up by just asking, uh, we know about you, Alex, you're stuck here. Ah, ah, just kidding. But yeah. uh, we're going to ask <laughs> Brian and Chris, are you guys, um, uh, I know, you know, we both, we all tentatively sort of stepped into Christian Car Guy Theater, but are you, are you here for the ride for the duration as long as God so leads? And I'm, I, this is being taped, so you better, you know, or you, you, you might be sued for this if you say no. Oh, no okay. Yeah, are we, are we signing contracts? <laughs> <laughs> if only. Yeah, One yeah, no, I, at a time, sweet Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so, so many of these things, uh, you know, you, you kind of throw things against the wall and see what sticks as far as um, right. a lot of your acting and uh, careers. And, uh, <laughs> And this is a great thing. I think I think it's a, a show that, um, you know, the, uh, what's the Odyssey? Uh, what was the Adventures uh, in Odyssey? Adventures in Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Kind I of did those vibe. voices. Yeah, yeah. I did, That's I did how I always describe two. it to people: Adventures in Odyssey, but about cars. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I definitely think kids would love this kind of mm-hmm. uh, this kind of show and this these kind of themes and um, and these characters. And so I, I hope it catches on. I hope. Uh, you know, we can get some backing, and that would help also. Um, but, mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it is. What about you, Chris? I feel exactly the same way. I mean, uh, Brian, I've been finding myself leaning more and more towards uh, doing more voiceover work. Uh, so this right. has been, you know, a great opportunity for development and that side as an artist, although I've been doing it off and on for four decades. But, um you know, I just, I love that it's um, I love the purpose for it. You know, mm-hmm. that the heart of the matter is to uh, bring uh, more of God uh, into people's lives through uh, all circumstances, but but particularly through levity. And I've always thought that the arts, you know, I wanted to align with that that purpose in, in, as an artist. And you here know, you are be, with the be, Lord to be, too. To be, a, to be of service, you know, to be of service to. With with whatever gifts I've been given, you know. And, Amen. And, Amen. And making and helping to make a you know positive difference. And there's that world, theme music. So. I cannot believe yeah. I say Amen, Chris. And I'm so glad you guys are part of this. We all are. Uh, I, uh, anyway, we thank you so much for tuning in today to Christian Car Guy. Thank you for my guests, Chris Van Cleve and Brian Hobbick, and of course Alex Seals. But uh, this has been such fun. It's been very inspiring to me. And remember, we have to look forward, backward to go forward in 2016. Ask God for his goals for your life. And remember that he will never leave you or forsake you. Your life is an occasion. Rise to it, Mr. Magorium. <laughs> Listeners, write down your story and send it to Robbie 